Hello. Welcome straight to the point, completely off topic. <laughs> All right. you. You, you got me there. All right. <laughs> you all you got me on the first time through, but of course I didn't know we were playing and then messed up because mom wasn't recording. So, right. haha. So, what yeah. is the topic for today? Today's topic? Yeah. I don't know. We need a topic. I do. Actually, I just wanted to tell you about a fun little, um, one of the funnest things for me is changing somebody's opinion. Right. Even if it's, even if they're like pro something that, that I'm also pro, sometimes it's fun just to fuck with them and make them think something wrong, something different. But in this case, uh, a, fr a friend of mine, I'm, I'm going to say no names, I guess, but somebody that I've known through, through tattooing, um, a white kid and he's dating a black girl right now and she uh and he felt that colin kaepernick was disrespectful to the fallen men and women of uh the armed forces and the flag by taking a knee uh over his protest of black people being killed by police at a higher rate per capita blah 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 than you probably already know right yeah i know all about that so you're familiar with colin kaepernick uh, yeah, he was like the first guy to take a knee for the uh, whole uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Before that, it was like a Marines thing and like the armed forces and all that. What was? The taking a knee when. Right, right. And do you know where he got the idea to take the knee then as well? Uh, yeah, one of his uh, Marine friend, friends, I believe. Or a like fellow a football friend. player yeah, that was a former uh, Marine. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yep, a fellow football player that was a Marine asked him to take the uh, field during the national anthem. Now, did you know that prior to that year, it was not common to take the national uh, take the field during the national anthem? Uh, I did not actually. See, that's one of the things that I know about people that are angry at his action that they usually have as a miss misunderstanding is they they think that he broke some long-standing tradition in some way you know they think they broke he broke either the long-standing tradition of standing during the national anthem which he did or that he broke the long-standing tradition of taking the field uh and standing during the national anthem so like usually though the players were in the in the locker room going over the play and stuff while the crowd listened to the national anthem. But after the army uh, and the armed forces became the largest uh, advertiser on NFL, they worked out a deal where the players would come out and they imagined just that they would stand. And he wasn't taking the field uh, because of how he felt. He said, it's hard for me to stand up during the national anthem. I think he viewed the national anthem as being racist in origin and that also helped or having racism evident in its origin. And sometimes I, I get when I'd say that to people, you know, the Francis Scott Key was the largest slave owner in Baltimore and then in the East Coast, mostly. And the, there were stories of him being rude to his slaves or treating them certainly like slaves. And then there's also stories of him um, saving a black a slave's life before trial. Uh, so that he could stand trial. Uh, he's, he kept a watch over this guy um, at night uh, so an angry mob wouldn't hang him. I don't know the outcome. He, the guy might have ended up being hung 
legally, but uh, he's, he stayed up watch for it. And that's kind of a weird counter, right? That that seems strange considering he was a damn slave owner and at least mildly racist. So I guess he was well, slightly less racist than other racists at the time. I don't think you can be a slave owner and not be racist. I think that's possibly the, the, the highest level of racism that exists. Uh, if your if your slaves are based off of their race, and in this case, we knew we knew that they were. They imagined that these people had two thirds a soul, two fifths a soul. Two However, fifths? some stuff like that, man. They actually had it down to you know science. <laughs> they had it that down sounds, to science. Uh, they found out the science between how much of a soul you have. They did chemical yeah, testing yeah. for that. Well, it was mostly based off of what the pastor said, I think. The church was kind of in on it. You know, the church has to be or you can't do bad shit. You have to have your religion with you. If, if, if it's against your religion, you ain't going to do it. But if you can find a loophole and have some pastor getting paid off and be like, yeah, I enjoy my slaves. I don't want to give that up. Well, there's all kinds of verses in the Bible about, you know, accepting your servitude when you're a slave. And all these kinds of things, you know, and, and the right of the slave owner to the slave. So they backed it up with some Bible shit, too. But moving on, Francis Scott Key. Many people don't know that the, the national anthem used to have racist stanzas or stanzas that certainly implied race and uh, implied death to that race or implied the free man, which was we knew to be white was above those other races. Um, they talk about killing in the national anthem. They talk about killing the, uh, there will be no refuge that shall slay, save the hireling or slave from the dark terrors of night or the ghastly hollows of grave. I don't know. I, I made the last bit up, but it, basically these slaves that turned on us and fought for the British for their own freedom as honestly, if I'm a slave <clears throat> and I'm given the choice, I think I'm going to choose. Yeah, I'm going I'm to fight for some freedom. I, in other cases, they were trying to make the slaves fight against the British soldiers. And that's kind of funny. Many did, if I'm not mistaken, right? Not nearly as many as those who actually joined the British show because the British actually offered uh, freedom to any slave that joined their cause. Right, right. And so the stanza in there is to, you know, excite people about the country, um, about the war that they'd just gone through, you know? So it's like, and that guy was there. So like there were hirelings, there were slaves. I'm not mitigating it. I guess I am. <laughs> I'm mitigating it somewhat. At the same time, the guy is a, a slave owner. That's the highest form of racism that there is. Only thing you can plead on that is ignorance. You although, know what? Mm -hmm. Although, based on the story of him making sure that the uh, the African American man was okay uh, during the trial, that leads me to believe that he was at least slightly less racist than other slave owners at the time. Uh, yeah, or maybe he just had a love for the law. You know, he was a lawyer, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, it, it, and, and at one point 
if you're love of the law and these people as a angry mob kill somebody, you also as a law uh, lover, it's funny sounds, but you have an obligation to to go after the vigilantes mob, you know? And so certainly if you know them, you're almost saving them from a fate of you having to persecute them. But then, you know, jury of 12 peers back in the day, you know, a black person wasn't allowed to stand accusing a white person of any crime whatsoever. I mean, like, so you, that feels reasonable. Not, <laughs> it's not. It makes what? sense for the time. Okay. At, at, it doesn't sound like the David that I know. Are you just yeah, playing? Yeah. You're playing was, dickhead. Was, All right. Yeah, that was comedy. Was it? That was yeah. That real was funny. Was comedy. That was extremely funny. And anyone yeah. who didn't think it was funny just doesn't have a sense of humor. Okay, right on. Well, welcome to Twitter world that my son keeps me policed by all day because I think they would have a hard time with it. But moving along, you see, you have to do it, and we don't have the ability. You have to kind of shake your hips and say, you have to say waka waka. That's what you have to do. Say waka waka after it and you're good. <laughs> no. Um, so Francis Scott Key, racist, uh, wrote the national a- anthem that Colin Kaepernick was coming out was being asked to come out too. He explained to the Marine friend of his who was asking him to come out because he was like, hey man, it's like you don't respect your country and I don't like that with you back here in the, in the room. And he's like, dude, it's not that I don't, I love my country, but I wish that I wasn't seeing what everyone at the time was seeing. I wish that I wasn't being inundated with uh, seemingly innocent black people being shot almost I mean, so often that that it became that, you know, that he couldn't take it. That that was why. And and the guy said, well, hey, come on. out." and what we do as Marines when we for the national anthem is during the national anthem for as Marines to salute and show honor to the fallen, our comrades, we take a knee. So it's, it's not disrespectful to do this during the national anthem unless you are to imagine that only the Marines have that right to uh, show their honor for their fallen comrades. If I'm, and it, and, and that don't make sense. The way so, it sounds right now is that it's only disrespectful if they're black. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting part that definitely uh, many people are going to know. A lot of times there is um, there is a systemic is uh, systemic is funny. Um, so I don't even know what it means almost. I, th- it, it, I guess it would mean that it's in the system, but there's a bias in people. And if they're aware of that bias or unaware of that bias, it can affect them different, different ways. And certainly one of our biases is when things don't look like us, we have a tendency to be repulsed or push it away or not accept it. And so with more white people being in the majority in every system that we have, you can understand that that would probably be somewhere relevant. You know, it's, it's some, it's a biases that these people that are in the hiring practices and all the way up would feel and possibly even um, it, it's a bias that judges would have and almost reflect their community uh, depending on how they're voted in, in that same way. Not that it's any good, but it would it definitely would that idea would definitely bolster up the idea of systemic racism. Right. 
where 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 the hell was I going with this, David? I have no idea. Oh, you're a lot of help. Yeah, I think. Well, I think, uh, something about flags. I know that. I know you were talking about <laughs> the flag. So yes, so uh, I'm talking with my friends, and I ask them how they feel about Colin Kaepernick. And this isn't something special. This is a question I ask everybody at one point, um, because I find the ideas of patriotism to have changed a lot. I think the uh, patriotism once was also shown in your actions being virtuous. And now that's kind of left out. It feels like nobody thinks about the virtues of patriots, you know, of what the virtue of a patriot should be. And so when I was talking with, I know that he feels himself to be a patriot and his girlfriend was black. So I was curious of how they reconciled uh, Colin Kaepernick, you know, because most black people that I know respect the man and recognize the struggle that he had to do, the, the uh, cancel culture that he had to deal with um, from the present, you know, basically kicking him with <laughs> the president's Twitter followers kicking him off of uh, the NFL and losing a career that paid millions that would have paid him millions over a lifetime. And then people tell me sometimes that he's done good since then, just fine. And maybe he has, uh, but either way, he couldn't have known that was what his future was. He was taking a huge risk. That risk was proven when he was cancel cultured by the president. And uh, I wanted to know how they reconciled it. Well, the way they reconciled it, she herself thought it was very disrespectful to the flag. And I asked her why. And she explained because the troops and everybody fought for that flag. And then I asked her uh, if she was aware of the history, you know, around the, um, the national anthem being written by the richest slave owner in the East Coast. And she said, no. And I said, are you aware of the stanza in it about no... Um, uh, with the racist stanza I quoted earlier, she says, no, I wasn't aware of this either. Now, people have pointed out to me, I was white, people have pointed this out to me, and I don't think it's not a, a, a part of the argument. I definitely think it should be part of the argument, but people point out that uh, we took that stanza out of the national anthem. And we did. But just removing it, right, doesn't make it not happen. Like, like maybe we need, it's a beautiful national anthem. Maybe we need a different one. I mean, why do we care so much about this one slave owner? But now when you get down that road, then you start being pissed off at George Washington, another slave owner who's on the $1 bill. Yeah, he was kind of an ass, really, when you think about it. He was a bit of an ass to his slaves. However, there is a story of him treating one of his slaves with favor. There is some question whether or not that slave actually existed or if it was just a story like the cherry tree. However, it is actually known that he had quite a few slaves and was not nice to all of them. But actually, it reminds me of an ICP lyric, Insane Clown Posse. You put a slave owner on the $1 bill and you want to know why I kill people? That's Bombs are blowing up. Lyric. Cops are corrupt. It's not a bad lyric. I really like it. There's little diamonds amongst all the clown 
turds <laughs> uh, that I find and cherish and, and love. And one reason I love ICP is because no one else is going to steal that shit from me. You know, no one even wants to. Because most people, they can't get down with putting on clown makeup and being something else, being a, a, a laughing stock of society. You know, no matter how they view themselves, they have a hard time viewing themselves as just some stupid clown that doesn't understand magnets. Magnets, bitch, how do they work? It's magic. It's in the air. It's all around you. You don't even know it. <laughs> uh, you know, before I went to school, how the hell would I know? If I'm a clown, I certainly don't know. If I'm saying other shit like pulling bitches titties down below their waist, letting them go and watching them both spring up into their face, then I happen to know that that is also not possible. And so maybe I need to measure all of the things these idiots are saying with an idea that they are wearing clown makeup. If you're taking it seriously, maybe it's your fault. I'm sorry. When you're reading into the lyrics of uh, Insane Clown Posse, you can't forget they're they're fucking clowns. They're they're making they're, it. God damn it. They're clowns. <laughs> we already give a pass to uh, 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 most rappers because they're gangsters. So it's normal for them to sexually objectify women, call them bitches, beat them by their weaves, uh, smack their uh, their fathers around. <laughs> Eminem and these are to do whatever he wants, you know, he can kill his girlfriend. That's a possibility. The mother of his baby. However, these clowns, these clowns, they're a different story. Eh? These clowns are fucking shit up. Clowns, huh? killer clowns. All right. I've never. Have you watched that movie? I have. It I've only watched like parts of it. Did you watch all of it? I watched all of it. It is a great movie. Everyone, <laughs> if you're watching this right now, stop Stop listening right now. Watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. David, will enjoy. What, the, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Dude, how am I going to have you on my show again? Treat my show like that. Listen, if you're listening, keep listening. As a matter of fact, if you're listening, uh, you smash the subscribe button. Or something. Do they do that with these things? I don't know. Dude, smash uh, a like or something. We have this on has a subscribe button. Maybe neither do I, but I know you need to smash it. If it exists, smash it. Becky won't Pro- let me smash. Reprogram the Kyle's like the, button. Go into the source code of the page, add a subscribe button, and subscribe. <laughs> okay. Right on. And then that will help other people too, or will it only be on your browser? Uh, I think it's just on your browser. Right on. So they have to know how to write that code, too. That ain't going to be easy, right? They're going to have to have, right, find the subscribe and then I'm just link sure it up to that. I mean, like, so it's got it to have a subscribe. Hard. Listen, there's a subscribe button, kids. Smash it. That's what I'm telling you. That's what you do. What you do there is you look for the subscribe button, and then you smash it. Um, not kids. I shouldn't because I don't talk to kids because this isn't for kids. You're an adult when you're on here, by the way, as well, David, because I don't yes, talk to kids. Uh, I am freshly turned 18. I am definitely not a 15-year-old child. I am an adult. <laughs> uh, we've kind of always treated you like an adult, haven't we? I think, yeah, like the first time I said fuck, I was like six years old and none of you cared. No, no, we didn't. 
But also, did you know the first time you said fuck, you never really said it again for like years? Really? For reals. Like, because we acted like it wasn't anything. You never really latched onto it or said it. You you rarely swore, but we would let you. And then one time uh, you we were in the back seat and you quoted a Gabriel Iglesias joke where the punchline was, I'm a sexy bitch. <laughs> and your cousin, she started narking on you and we just let it go. We were just letting it go, but she was like, oh, Aunt Candy, Uncle Kyle, Aunt Candy, Uncle Kyle, David swearing. And we, we had to explain it to her and then vicariously you for the first time that we really don't give a fuck. I held the fact that I could swear and she couldn't over her for years. Now, that was wrong. Actually, we told you at that moment that that wasn't a thing to do. It was just that we were making a huge mistake in the way we were raising you and you should not exploit it. We were like, we listen, we're really lazy and I don't care about trying to watch you swear. Like I've gotten over people swearing like it. I don't know. I think the world would possibly even be a better place if we could all swear. You know, I think if I ever have a kid, I want their first word to be a swear word. Right on. Well, yeah, but how? How? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm just gonna, gonna swear around them all the time. Just, just yeah, have like, yeah. like while they sleep at night, and their headphones just have a recording of swear words. <laughs> Fucking cunt, <laughs> douchebag, filthy oh fern, fern. Is it ironic you, that Bill Cosby never swore, but he did rape people? Ah, uh, that is. That's a topic for another day, I believe. I believe you're that right. we should talk about things like this on a different day. <laughs> so going back to it, back to it. Kid, so know? I'm talking with my friend and his girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> and as I explained the, the history of of the NFL, not not normally having the people. Out, so it wasn't a tradition. As I explained the um, the desire of the Marine and, and Colin Kaepernick to come up with something so that he could show homage to his fallen, that they both kind of did and they signed off. And when I explained these things to her, she's like changed. Like she, she 100% changed her opinion on Colin Kaepernick. And she was like smacking her boyfriend, you know, that she loves. They're really close. They're doing great. And she's smacking her boyfriend. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we really, is this what? And she says, aren't you amazed? Now, here's the thing. Like, I've known this guy for a long time. And so I've always been challenging. That's just what I do. I try to challenge everything, right? It's the stupidest thing to do, but I do it. So he's not surprised about me challenging notions of patriotism um, because of a, a black man, a half black man taking a knee at the field. So he's not surprised. But I think, moreover, he was missing out on something. I talk to people the way I do all the time, and I do have valid arguments. And oftentimes I will win an argument. One way I win an argument is when someone jumps to a separate claim from the argument, I remind them of their first claim and ask them to show me evidence that supports that. Usually they'll move on still. However, I can, I'm such a dick. I chalk it up on my little chalkboard in my brain. I'm like, chalk, <laughs> win. <laughs> so I feel that I've won. 
you know, because they can't handle, but they never, what I, what I also notice is no one ever takes away. No one ever is an open uh, pitcher, you know, to where they can, they can accept the, the, the new truth, like the, in that win or whatever, they haven't accepted this truth. They've moved on to a separate claim that is different. That, that they feel this claim somehow supports their other as though it's supporting evidence, but it's not supporting evidence. It's a separate claim that is similar. And, and then, I, I don't know, this is how stupid I am. My friend didn't come away with this newfound uh, belief as his girlfriend did. I believe that he was still stuck in his ways a bit about it. And that was kind of what she was exclaiming about, too. She was waiting for him to say, wow, I've changed my opinion. As she was saying, wow, I've 100% changed my opinion. But now here's an interesting part about both of them and about humans. We as humans uh, cannot believe things, no matter how true or false, if we don't have a group of people supporting us, right? So, or if it goes against the group, the herd mentality, the sheep mentality, and we're all sheep. So if my, if my culture is made up of white people that hate Colin Kaepernick, for me to listen to my story and then come away with a changed viewpoint is not possible. Because I would then have to do the same almost. I would have to turn all these other people into believing it. And I know that that's too hard of a fight and that they're not going to because they are just as entrenched in this group as I am. Does that make sense? You can't see the truth because of your, your, your two, because of your social ties. However, her social ties are, she still has a black family. She still knows several black people. I'm sure you follow. So like her ties are more quickly to accept Colin Kaepernick. And she was probably ostracized somewhat, or it was just a conversation that nobody ever had inside of those communities. She also is in this white community where it's much easier for her to feel that Colin Kaepernick is a terrible guy. We can all agree. Isn't that awesome? She then becomes almost an argument that I have with people at the water cooler. Like my black friends, they think Colin Kaepernick's terrible too. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Something she is. Mm -hmm. Something tells me that they were raised around white people if they think that Colin is a bad guy. Well, certainly that they have a, 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 a structure of, of white people informing them on on the, the because most people, they stop. They don't stop it like, well, how they don't even ask the questions. Why is he taking a knee? They only react with anger to start. The anger should actually inspire people to learn. As it did me, but it doesn't. Anger inspires people not necessarily to mitigate it with with knowledge, but instead just to to yell and scream and join the din of angered voices. So they bitch. He's hurting the flag. And then somewhere, somewhere off in the country, some some flag, red, white, and blue starts its colors start to run. And it's left black and gray. Except the field of blue somehow left the virtue and the field of blue was removed and the red, the blood that was shed by our ancestors for that flag that was removed completely. But the blue moved down to a middle line, 
right in the middle, dividing the United States of America, right down the center. I believe that the blue line uh, represents justice, which is ironic, which means that justice is separating two groups. Right. Interesting to me. Now, it may represent justice, but I believe the blue line actually is just the fallen police officers. I th- it may be ju- stand for justice as well. And um, that's what the blue in the field of stars stands for, too. But when we change an icon like the American flag, this was what my conversation with them really was trying to get at. Was that when we change because I'm always interested when people don't like Colin Kaepernick, how do you feel about the thin blue line American flag, which is not an official flag, but instead has changed to the symbolism of our shared American flag. Our flag now represents uh, only the enforcement group of America, and it's taken away the virtue and the justice from the field of, of the stars. It's taken away the blood that was shed by our ancestors for the innocence. The innocence is still there, but one of the lines of innocence is uh, a line of police officers that have died separating um, the, the uh, criminals from the ordinary civilians. And it, that's interesting because the thin blue line flag existed prior. And that's what it was. It was a black flag with a thin blue line in the middle. The black flag on both sides represented criminals and um, and innocent on both sides. You couldn't tell the difference because justice is blind. And because that is the, the police officer's job is just to serve and not become emotionally attached to it and make judgments on whether people are good or bad, but instead to uh, get people when they break the law. And so that thin blue line separating those two groups in the original police flag, thin blue line flag, was to represent the fallen officers. So when they changed the two lines above the when they changed the two red lines above the thin blue line flag, it kind of stands to reason that it would change all the other lines that are similar to those two lines, which means to me, it takes away the blood that was shed by our by our during the wars for the purity which all these all everything about our flag has symbolism and any change to that symbolism is against the reverence of the flag. Although I must say that the current U.S. flag is a bit boring, in my opinion. <laughs> Dude, our flag's pretty awesome when you compare them to other flags. The American flag, I like the Canadian flag myself. However, the American flag's got a lot more going on. It's pretty fucking cool. It's got a bit more symbolism, you know? I miss the days when we had a Union Jack in the top left. If only the British had won the war, we'd, st- oh, we'd still have a cool we'd still have a cool flag. You think the Union Jack is a cooler flag than the American flag? Uh yeah, it, it looks awesome. Well, then explain this to me. Because there was a time in my life when the Union Jack was on everything. I don't know what happened. The British invasion happened around 1980s. And everybody, even the, the, the shoe came, line came out called British Knights that was kind of popular. And we had British Union Jack icons everywhere on our, our clothing. It was weird. But now we have the American flag on all our clothing. So... 
which is cooler? I still got to say the Union Jack, in my opinion. I think the only reason we're not wearing Union Jacks right now is mm-hmm. that we are not at war with Britain. If we were at war with Britain, everybody would be wearing that Union Jack. I doubt that very much. Uh, how many oh, Afghan you- shirts did you or clothing or items did you see during our war with Afghanistan? Well, hang on, or I Iraq. The Afghanistan flag group. <laughs> Dude, none. Trust me. Very few, if any, if none. First off, I think I had a picture of Saddam's face smiling on it. It looked like something South Park put together. <laughs> hey, Satan. Hey. Um, moving on, we're getting away from the point. I'm talking about this thin blue line flag, and I'm wondering how people reconcile Colin Kaepernick if they have disgust for him and his actions. They usually don't have any problem with the thin blue line flag, but isn't the thin blue line flag isn't that showing a lack of reverence for our American flag? Yeah, kind of. Now, we wrote a bunch of flag codes. And do you know why we wrote them? I do not recall. It was something about not fucking up the flag, you know, treating it like a person. <laughs> you know, it's a symbol yeah. and all that. Yeah, you treat it like your grandmother. Um, well, yeah, no, the, the flag was to keep it reverent. They wanted reverence for the flag. And so they didn't want it to be used some ways. As you can imagine, if people were making rugs out of the flag so that they could walk on it or out of an image of the flag, even at that point, that's not kind of cool. It honestly sounds like something I would buy. Oh, you're a terrible human being. They do. They sell them in Russia. You can clean your feet on an American flag. Uh, welcome, Matt. It doesn't say welcome. It's just an American flag and you rub your feet. In. Now, that is because they are happy to show disrespect to that flag, right? Yeah. Uh, we don't so if have we have it here, it would be disrespectful, too. And the thought of the flag code was basically about your uses, like how you use the image even of the American flag. They said at one point that no um, American flag, and I believe the image also, but it's open to interpretation here for sure. No American flag should be used in any advertising purpose whatsoever. Then Pepsi came along and fucked everything up. Well, I... It's it's kind of yeah. Well, everybody advertises with the American flag now. Uh, Under Armour is real popular for it. Um, Nike, I saw a Nike swoosh American flag. All the all the um, stripes in the field of blue were all represented with Nike swooshes, different colors of red, white, and blue. And um, I mean, I just see it all the time. Is someone appropriating their image for the purposes of branding their product with the ideals of patriotism, which is, in my opinion, the whole reason they wrote that flag code to keep that kind of thing from happening. When, if I go and I have communion at the Catholic church, we don't have communion with the McDonald's cups. You know, there's not a bunch of Sesame Street characters on it. It's not a plastic sippy cup. And then another person gets a, a Batman frosted mug. And, you know what I mean? It's despite it's, how hilarious that sounds. 
it would be pretty good. I kind of wish that was way communion went. Did everybody bring their own glass? All right. Let's pour them up. Um, blood of Christ. Uh, but no, they, you use to show reverence for that occasion. You use uh, special, you know, communion glasses. They're served in a communion trade that only gets used on. You don't put hors d'oeuvres on that thing and have a Sunday, a Sunday NFL game. You know, you, you show reverence for all those items because they're to be used during that sacred moment. Reverence is for sacred things. And the purpose of the flag code was just to keep it reverent, to keep us showing reverence for that way, keeping the flag sacred. Now, some could argue, and I, I see it, that after Johnson, 1988, burnt a flag down at a courtroom in Texas and then was found um, that, that it was within his right as an American citizen to burn that flag in protest. That's after that moment, we started to see a rise in the use of the American flag by businesses and then by people, too, for different matter. Like now it's a decoration. You know, you can get it anywhere. And most people, it's an afterthought whether or not they're using it in a fashion that is right or wrong. The American flag is never to be used as a container. Um, and that makes you think, too, it could be possible the image of the American flag should not be put on containers. The reason being the American flag goes over a soldier's a casket. And we show reverence for that moment by not using it for such trivial means. However, we still see it on all kinds of garbage receptacles, which is a question for me because you're putting an image of something beauty and reverent on something that you throw things away in. One of the flag codes is that you're not supposed to print the image of the American flag on anything that is intended to be thrown away. And nothing that's to be sat on. You wouldn't put an embossed American flag on the on a seat and then have people rub their butt on it. Well, by the same standard, you you would think that people shouldn't have underwear to cover up their poo and pee parts that are made of the American flag. And yet Trump wears his American underwears uh, uh, proudly. You making that up? Where, where do you get no, this I, insight into Trump? Trump's not taking his clothes off in front of any camera anytime soon. I, don't I, think. I swear he's to got God, a wife I to do that. I forget where, uh, but like everyone was making jokes about how he wore either American flag underwear or he went to a beach and had an American flag speedo. It's one or the other. I forget which. Uh, I'm going to say neither. Uh, because he's a more private man than that. Um, I, I don't, maybe I I'm going to say, I don't know. Don't care. Okay. But yes, the American, I, I, and people listening, there's probably people with American flag clothing and stuff that may or may not, depending on definition, be considered a flag code violation. The American Legion signed in on it though. The, the people who, who disseminated the flag code after it was written back in the day and made sure that Americans knew about it. Um, they say, no, it's cool. If you wear an American flag, then you are showing your, in, in any purpose, you are showing your patriotism. And so it is not considered to be against the flag code. So that's, that's now. However, I question how the American flag 
uh, being altered in such a way to be the th- thin blue line flag to only represent the thing about the flag is it it's for everybody, right? It's Donald Trump's and Hillary Clinton's. It it's yours and mine, even though you don't even give a fuck about it. It's still yours. And it's mine and I like it. So we're on this different spectrum of flag flagophile. <laughs> uh meaning of love for the flag. So it's still your flag. Even if you want to say it isn't, you would have to denounce. It will still be your flag. You would have to renounce your citizenship, which you're not going to be able to do. Which in my, in that case, that means that the Canadian flag is also my flag. That's pretty awesome. Yes. Well, you have dual citizenship. However, America, the United States of America doesn't recognize dual citizenship. So they don't really notice that. But you, you, uh, and you actually don't have dual citizenship. Now I think about it. Only I do. Oh, really? Yeah, it ends with me because I didn't move to Canada. Um, it's cold, <laughs> and because I didn't emigrate to Canada and spend over 181 days there a year or something like that, then uh, we don't get to really claim all that. Hmm. So. I still get health care until I die. So maybe I'll go up there and when I'm 60, I'll try to get reinstated. And then I could attempt to have you. But I don't think they want me when I'm that old either. Actually, They'll know the deal. They'll be like, you lived that American ass lifestyle down there drinking every week and smoking pot and running around like crazy idiot with your head chopped off. Now you're going to come up here and make us take care of the medical bills. Wasn't uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only reason we didn't move to Canada was because you misunderstood a commercial for health insurance while we were at Canada. No, <laughs> it was not. I, but watching the health insurance commercials in Canada did give me an idea that it was that to have good care, you would probably still need to pay. No, no, the insurance is only for uh, cosmetic and non-essential surgeries. The government pays 100% for everything. Uh, necessary i think there's a supplemental though or something like that but i don't know i don't know that it's bad or good i do know that not going to canada was more because the the economy up there was different the tattoos aren't as sought after people don't show their skin as much so again tattoos aren't as sought after and it's um really cold yeah and we got our family here so crossing the border every single time we were trying to take care of moms that's just not working out for us, you know? So no, we're not in the, but moving on back to the Colin Kaepernick, the American, the, the thin blue line, American flag. If, if I, I would like to do this, I would like to um, take a survey somewhere and just go to, you know, your average hog cooking, your bike rallies, your, uh, your, your uh, circuses, your fairs and Lance see if is. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, honestly, there would probably be a good place too, but no, I don't want to go. But now you strike my interest. I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. I wonder how, like, I would love to see the clan meetings. Am I wrong? <laughs> I would like to see how these people that obviously operate inside of such grandiose ignorance. 
to imagine that one race is greater than another and that the others should be subjugated to that greater race as a result of their greatness. I, I would like to see how they go about their days. You know, I mean, or at least I would like to see Dave Chappelle's imagination of it. I would like to have him write a skit just about, a, uh, you know, a, a casserole potluck oh, <laughs> clan that, meeting. That reminds me of a comedy routine I saw not too long mm-hmm. ago or not a routine, like a stand up thing, but a segment of someone's show. I forget whose, but they were talking about their friend who accidentally attended a clans meeting because they don't start out with you knowing that it's gonna be a clans meeting it's just like any other neighborhood barbecue and and then (laughs) then they get the sheets out suddenly Uh there's white cloaks everywhere and you don't know what happened (laughs) there's just a bunch of ghosts show up suddenly and spook the place around Ah, hey black people all right okay thank you very much everybody can we get a round of i hate blacks so uh the white guy left uh went back to the guys uh who was telling this joke's house and he was like oh man i fucked up i actually went to a clans meeting uh and then he was like did did you what's that in your hand and they both looked at a box he was carrying and it had he it had ribs in it that he had taken from the clans meeting because because he was eating ribs because it started as a barbecue and he had ribs. <laughs> I guess, I mean, if you're going to gather together, food's kind of a necessity, even if you're going to gather together and hate. So the, they both tried it out. How were the ribs? Yeah. Really fucking good. And yeah, they would be. The black guy <laughs> told his white friend, hey, you have to keep going to those meetings because I need more of these ribs. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know if they actually do it, but based only off of that comedy routine, he has a undercover agent in the Ku Klux Klan (laughs) to get him them good ribs who is paid in sharing ribs with him. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Sounds suspect. It sounds like it, it sounds like one of those comedian stories, but I really want it to be true. Right on. Well, then, you know, in our universe, it is now. It's true. We just shared it here. It's it's one step closer to being real. That's three people verified. Two people in the story. Actually, four people verified, because I'm just going to say it's real. But moving back to, actually, just so we can get done with it, I think we're about done. Like, I feel like we might have stayed too long and said too much. Uh, is there anything on the Colin Kaepernick Thin Blue Line? Oh, I want to go to the clan meetings. I want to make surveys and I want, I would be great to record some of this stuff with the purpose of, of humor, of course, where uh, we would ask people if they would be interested in signing a petition to change the American flag. That How do you think that? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you could get a quite a few signatures with that, especially now, if you made it super racist. I think that there would be other flag examples that we would want to show these people too, or be prepared to show them, especially if they say hell no. And I feel like there'd be a large portion of people that would be like, no, we're not changing the flag. It's fucking awesome, right? 
Well, one of the flags we'd want to show them, I think the very next one would be the American flag. But all the red and white stripes have been turned six rainbow colors for the for the pride flag. And the field of blue is superimposed over it. I think that would make them say, oh, hell no. Right. And now I've got them where I want them because now I'm, I've got a case of similar circumstances. So I'd show them the next flag of the thin blue line flag. Now I'd like to hear their opinions on both of these two flags as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a, you know, like as a possible alternate flag. Now I have, they have to show that they dislike this other flag too, or there's a certain, bigotry being ex- exposed right mm-hmm. like it, because they're going to say oh well, i don't like the gays so no way well i like the police but then we're going to take their flag that's why i want them to say oh they have their own american flag well do they pledge allegiance to it is it more important than our flag when they fly it at home does one flag fly higher than the other you I- know I suspect that they may. Uh, I I'm pretty sure quite a few of them put the fucking Nazi flag over <laughs> the American flag, so it really wouldn't surprise me if the thin blue line flag was over top of it, or at least on the same level. I think that most people are simply ignorant of these flag codes and of how that would be a flag code violation and be against the very flag codes. Conception, I think, because I see it all the time right down the road from us here. One of our neighbors, he has an American flag with zip ties pushed through its fabric, tying it to his fence. And that's not the worst disgrace because you're not supposed to be hurting flags like that. But but then the worst disgrace is he does have a flagpole. And on that flagpole, he has a University of Michigan M flying highly and proudly above the American flag that has been left uh, out to become tattered and torn from the wind and the elements, not illuminated at night and not shown any kind of special care. It is for him become a decoration and not a sacred icon. Interesting. I feel that it is because I think he doesn't, it's not that he's not a Patriot. If I, if I asked him if he was a Patriot, I almost guarantee he would say he was. But I think patriotism is looked at funny. Like, we don't know. Like, is Colin Kaepernick a patriot? Oh, obviously not. What is he? I, he kind of sacrificed for fellow Americans. Is Bill Cosby a patriot? <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to guess yes. I don't know. Why him? Why? I mean, I guess I throw him in there too often too, don't I? Yeah, we we mentioned him at the start of this. So, so it became I, relevant. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Uh I don't th- that is the question. Like what is what is the virtue of a patriot? I ask people this all the time. Have you heard me ask it? What, what do you think the virtue of a patriot? It's the number one virtue of a patriot. What I believe patriotism is it's not allegiance to a flag or uh, doing this one thing for your country, it is instead doing it for what your country stands for and what the country's ideals are, what the point of the country is. America is all about 
liberty and equality. And so we should be fighting for liberty, equality, and freedom. We shouldn't be fighting for a flag. We shouldn't be fighting for our nation's interests economically. We should be fighting for what uh, our nation needs us to fight for. Like no mask mandates. Yeah, that we need to fight to <laughs> make sure that everyone's free. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's okay to take away a few freedoms here and there. Well, all, you know, I, I, I get it. The, like, I'm a child, too. It hurts. So I hate it when people tell me I have to do something. Um, it just seems like nobody was willing to wear a mask. And even after the mask mandate, it became worse. The people who didn't want to wear a mask were more angry about it. Um, and everyone started you know, wearing chin protectors. It's chin protect- now, but now let's really talk about it. Just Patriot ways, because we're getting off topic. Let's get back straight to the point. Number one, uh, I believe, and I'm seconded by Benjamin Franklin on this, the number one virtue of a patriot is going to be tolerance. Because our nation is a diverse nation. It was built by a diverse group, and we intended it to be. And the only way to get strength through diversity or with diversity is with tolerance. Tolerance that will bring about understanding, that will bring about love, that will bring about peace between your fellow, you know, stuff. It's, it's just too bad that he was at least lightly racist. <laughs> Why? What was that? I'm not saying he wasn't. Wait, it, it, this is that. a weird thing, though. We have like. People do things by time, right? Like, so like if something isn't bad at a certain time, um, like hitting on a girl at the water cooler every day. So Becky, you're going to let me smash, (laughs) you know? Uh, And then now you move forward to Twitter times and it's like, oh my God, he said, Becky, let me smash. And he gets fired. But back in the day, you don't go back and post humorously or or retroactively fire him. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you have an understanding that his ignorance or society's ignorance in this case was prevalent enough that this person still did not feel as though he was a total douchebag for asking Becky to smash every day. Uh, on this topic, uh, mm. like on the topic of people getting fired for being uh, quote unquote canceled. Um, everybody, if you find out where someone who's racist or like a fucking sex offender or something, if you find out where they work, don't fucking call the place and keep telling them to fire them because you are wasting so many minimum wage employees' times. Just send emails, right? It's it, it's a time saver, right? Because you're just <laughs> you're not letting the people who are taking calls deal with the other important shit your mass call they have to deal with yeah they have to answer that with emails they can get to it on their own time right and that's probably actually going to the corporate at that point instead of somebody who has no authority yeah going to people who have authority when you send it but now even at that what cancel culture calm down no don't you want to just be like calm down he called you man instead of ma'am yeah you know, it, there's if it's like there's certain points where you know cancel culture, cool it just a little bit. You know, ease, ease <laughs> off the gas. You know, I'm not saying you shouldn't hate this person because 
you probably should. I'm just saying, let's stop fucking talking about it because that's just giving him free advertising or or her. That's There's an amount of truth to that. That's actually what Stephen Colbert's number top writer. That's what they said. That's what she said. She left the show and she was like, I wish we never made fun of Donald Trump as much as we did. We never stole, took anything from him. We only added to the, the fame, the flame fame. However, you said something prior to that that I wanted to interject on. Um, oh, shit, but I forgot it. Never mind. Uh, nice work. I was going to call you wrong about something. What were you just saying? Don't do that. Oh, don't mm-hmm. mass call uh, minimum the uh, place of employment of someone who did some fucked up shit. You know, just send an email. It, it works. Right, right, right. It's much more effective. I have no counter for that, actually. So I'm lost. I do know that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm cons- uh, I, I find the idea that if I were to survey people with those two flags in line, um, I think it would go over differently if I put the, the the police flag first sometimes and then had the other one. Either way, I'm drawing a case of similar circumstances where it should be obvious that no, neither one of these flags should replace our flag. And it's kind of messed up that they even have them so closely resembling our flag and just to represent themselves because our flag is inclusive. That's the number one thing about it. Hang on, I just looked it up. I just mm-hmm. found out that there is a thin red line flag for firefighters, which yes, I did not know that before this. So that's yes, good. that would have to be in the list too, right? Yeah, we also have to include that. One thing is it would be fun to do is to show the police one that gets more general acceptance. Mm-hmm. And if that person says, "Oh, well, that's a all right flag," I guess that. But what would the police do and be like, well, maybe we would do this flag and it would be the one with the firefighters and be like, well, that's for the firefighters. And but what would we do? And I'd be like, well, how about this? And then show them the electrician's flag that also exists. That is not in the middle. There is no fucking way that there is an electrician's flag. That is an alteration of the American flag. I refuse to believe that. Look it up, bro. I believe there is a street. There's, no way. there's a road construction workers American flag, possibly too. Typeity type type smash smash. That's what. That's the sound. It, it, You're welcome. All. It's, You're welcome. It's just one, one line of, down. It's just no no. It is a. It's just like the normal American flag, but it's black and white, and instead of. There's two stripes that have been replaced by a big, big ass lightning bolt. Oh, wait, no, that's a different one. than The one I've seen, maybe it's road constructions, but it's it's not the middle line. It's the one underneath that. But I think we could have all those flags in there and then be like, well, you know, there's justification to have all of these flags. Why don't we just have the rainbow flag? Why don't we the last yeah, one that I would show them would be the would be the pride flag and be like, look, everybody's covered. That's yeah, that's our new flag. Let's just merge it all. Yeah. yeah, but then they'll be like, "Well, ain't that the gay flag?" And I'm like, ah, dude, you said it, not, not me, bro. Not some of the some of the colors are in different places in some of the parts, you know. Well, Sometimes. perhaps. Also, I mean, and no. there's also the stars, you know, for all not in my, two states. Yes. Yep. Not in my in my world. That's it's not my world. That's going to be. Uh, 
just show them those flags that already exist on the paperwork. I think it'd be fun. I think it could, it could add to It could have humor. There's humor there. If I had ambition, that's what I would do. If I wanted to be breathed on by a bunch of mouth breathers, I would, I would go and record that. That's what I would record. Did you know that? I don't know. I don't know if this is very widespread, but I know that there are a few conservatives that use 40 or not a 40, 50 star flags to exclude Hawaii and Alaska specifically <laughs> because they, just, uh, they don't you make that up. It. No, I've seen Alaska that. is represented by a conservative. So that doesn't make much political sense. I know, but it's, I guess it's just because Hawaii got introduced before Alaska and they're like, all right, I don't know what to do here. I like Alaska <laughs> here, you know. But, but Hawaii Hawaiian, keeps being Democrat. They're not white, you know. These so you know why white, we got to not recognize you. So, Did you ever hear the story of how we got Hawaii? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it uh, like a bunch of people who came in and murdered all the royalty and then stole all the land? Like exactly how we got all of the other land in America? Almost exactly. <laughs> no, but similar. <laughs> I don't know if there was so much killing. I thought it was just paperwork. And we were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are still you. And then just one day we're like, ah, you're us. I know for a fact that we threatened their, whatever the Hawaiian term for queen is, we threatened her with great violence. (laughs) In the history, we do not, as Americans, we're raised to believe that America is this great country of virtue. But when you read the history, we haven't been that great uh, at since, times. Uh, yeah, like we've we, done good. Us being, us being the good guys is fairly recent for other countries. It's a fairly recent yeah. notion that uh, it, before that it was just only Americans believe that, and now a few other countries think that. Still, most other countries, like as a whole, think we're kind of dicks. Which fair? We're we you mean not, as far as uh, foreign relations, dicks. Yeah, as far as foreign relations go, yeah. Yeah, uh, certainly there's an an amount of um of that against us from Russia, from Iran. Uh, I, I imagine Afghanistan. I don't know. And don't, <laughs> I don't leave out the UK here. I don't, I don't think that they're not, uh, or at least the people. Oh, there are buddies. Well, like the citizens of politically, the UK, they're not, yeah, they're not the biggest fans, uh, like as citizens. But yeah, but they got nowhere to stand in judgment themselves. They they look what they did to Africa and India, you know. So now, yeah, actually, when we say what they did, this is this is when we were applying bigoted thinking, really. Yeah, you know what I mean. We we are we are holding everybody else and ourselves to a standard of of what people that were not us did can't just use as terms like oh this what they did because uh, unless they're a non-binary person or they use they them pronouns or whatever oh my god uh, or you just you're taking my own they no you can't take my they like that you can use they you only it's on license i still own they you don't take my pronoun and now make it for for your own you already did it with gay I'm still mad. You, you guys took my word gay. Gay used to just mean a happy. And now now a gay means something a whole difference. 
I don't think gay meant happy the entire time you were alive. I think it stopped uh, meaning happy quite a bit before. No, uh, you ever heard of the Flintstones? Because they was in color. And they used to have a gay old time. Yeah, that we'll have a gay uh, old late, time. What's that? Was that like late 60s, I believe? I don't yeah. think that was early 70s. It was all my life because I was watching on syndications. That's the way that shit works. The word still meant they would have had to take it off. You know, they wasn't trying to have Fred, people questioning whether Fred and Barney got something going on. Well, so I, they would have had to take it out, which I think honestly, they did eventually it, take it out. It, I don't think Hanna Barbera really changes their intros very often. Uh, you know, because they they sort of ran shoestring budget to make sure that they could get as much right. profit back. Well, so, either way, the word gay meant happy. Yeah. And then now there's the gay and lesbian anti-defamation league that says you can't talk about gay without without it meaning them. And you're like, you stole my word. That was my word. That was our well, word. We could use it. Now I can't use it. You got to be careful how you use it. What can I, can I gaily deck the halls with bows of holly? I don't know, man. I don't think you can. Depends. Well, Dad, I, Depends I, I, on I, if you suck that, if you suck that D you, you can gaily deck them halls. I think there's a, a minor misunderstanding of how the English uh, language defines words because it, it's never defined by how, one person sees it or how one group sees it it's based on how the majority uses it and one when gay turned yeah. into meaning gay that was because the majority uh yeah used it to refer to homosexuals. dude don't put my whole life and yours and everybody they all want to say fuck the majority right everybody says that shit fuck what about me majority. fuck the majority uh, and the five oh two want to i don't know yes Go on. Go fuck, well, let's fuck the majority. Let's have sexual uh, <laughs> with the majority. You're going to end up with a majority of STDs. You do not want to do that, bro. You better wrap it before you slap it because you don't know where them people's been. Fuck the patriarchy. Hey, guess who I had sex with last night? Mitch. The <laughs> oh, I thought it was the patriarchy. Well, that is kind of the patriarchy, huh? Yeah. Um, Anyways, going on, I, I want to say, like, I still say that's a word that it is defined now by the majority. But, uh, like, at one point, they had to work that, you know, that's the that's the true gay agenda is stealing our words. And look at now they're going after my they. People are always on about the gay agenda. They think it's about trying to turn your sons and your daughters gay. It's not. They're trying to steal your words. They want all your words. And when they get them, they're going to play the biggest game of Scrabble ever. And we're just stuck with nothing. I no mean, words. <laughs> all the gays got all the, all the words. What? Pronouns and proper nouns are not. Uh, in the Scrapple dictionary, as if I believe, uh, if I'm correct, you know, so that wouldn't you know, actually affect your Scrapple games at all. I'm not changing my theory because otherwise, what is the real gay agenda then? They're obviously after our words, they took our the, gay, they're going after our they. 
The what other one? You just mentioned another one, like them. We can't say them anymore. They're taking our they and them. They already got our gay. I'm 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 trying to draw the line. I'm on the behalf of of the rest of the world, knowing that there is a Scrabble game coming. Well, if I had to guess what the gay agenda is, of course, gay to uh, men who love other men. I'd assume that the gay agenda is to have sex with men. Oh, so they're going to need more straight men to, to, to rape straight men is what you're saying. Nah, they're going to have to convert uh, straight people into gay people. That's yeah. That's, and that sounds like I know how they convert them with a lot of rape. Here's the thing. <laughs> you don't get to choose your sexuality. All right. That is the choice of the gay people, and they will be gay. <laughs> uh, uh, you no longer get to choose your. Well, wait, that, that is not a patriotic standpoint at all. And we're really not talking about the gays so much. We're talking about patriots, patriotism. Patriotic and you're, gays. It, not if they're trying to make, if they're trying to rape everybody to turn them gay. Uh, that, that's, I anybody. don't. I don't yeah, think that should work. How does that ever work? I guess it works maybe in prison sometimes, but you're like, uh, no, nah, I, mean, I got yeah. raped and I was like, this was really cool. I yeah, really appreciate it, it, guys. This was the best time. I'm gay now. <laughs> if you're just getting butt fucked left and right for like 10 years, you're you're inevitably going to start doing it. Like, that's just sort of how <laughs> you're going to eventually enjoy it. That's how coping mechanisms work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Right on. Well, it's good to know if I ever have to do some hard time. I mean, honestly, I would rather like it if, if I was put in that situation. Right. Do we, I, mean, where, do you, I don't do you think you're going to piss anybody like, off if you're like, ooh, dead. Where do you think things like uh, uh, masochism come from? A bad upbringing with lots of abuse. You not, Now you can't separate pain from pleasure because your brain... Uh, wants to not think about how fucking sucky it was to get hurt. Man, I don't. I mean, maybe is that where that that goes? Because I don't. I got I believe ab- so. abused yeah, I believe. a bit, and uh, I don't need anybody to hurt me in the bedroom. I'll be just fine not being hurt. Don't well, tie me up neither. I used to get put inside of a sleeping bag. <laughs> they used to put me Wait, in a sleeping what? bag. Nathan, my brother would put me in a sleeping bag. Jason and Joey, I would be in a sleeping bag and they would zip it up and they wouldn't let me out. And they would laugh and they would just, laugh and laugh and laugh. Just casually dropping your mental trauma. Mid Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like that, but I don't want to be put in a sleeping bag when I have sex now. Yeah. I'm not like confine me. This will be awesome. I'm more like get that shit away from me. <laughs> I don't want uh, suddenly I mean, someone's going to come out and drip drip a goober over my face until it. Oh, so they suck it back up right before it touches down. Suck it back up. Suck it, oh, one time we missed. You got spit on your face. Ha ha. Not. I'm not underneath that jerking that, off. Oh. That's got to be. That's got to be someone's kink. I know it. Loogies are kink. I, Oh, gross. Oh, stop it. You're right. But that's gross. 
rule 34. Yes, you're right, but stop it. Uh, that probably would have worked if I had known back when I was a kid and they started to do that and hold me down and then they'd let my face out of the sleeping bag and still hold the edges down so my shoulders are pinned and then Jason get his fat ass on top of me and they would kind of do the thing with the spit. If I started to act like I was jerking off, done. I'm sure that would have been all over. Yeah, but now you're the weird kid. Yeah, I didn't do it. I never, I didn't think fast enough either. Uh, yeah, man, but I don't know. Am I not the weird kid? I mean, I, I don't want to not, not be the weird kid. I'm sure that you were one of the lesser weird kids in your school. I don't want to not, not be the weird kid. That's a double negative. That means you do want to be the weird kid. <laughs> No, that means you don't want to be the. I don't want to not 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 be the weird kid. Not 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 not. Um, just what was Anthrax saying with all that not? Maybe um, they were into bondage. You know what? Yeah. That's that's they, before your time. No, no, no. They were for they were furries and they were talking about wanting to get knotted by a big uh, wolf. Oh, moving on. No. All right. All right. Anyways, I'm taking my they, I'm taking my them, and I'm leaving this conversation. You guys can have your gay. You already got it. I see that it worked. I'm stopping you on they and them. I still got they and them because they, they are the mystical architects of the status quo. Prove to me they're not. They are. And they them are. just refers to they when you don't use they and you need them instead. Honestly, whenever... I think of people uh, bullying uh, non-binary people. I always imagine it ending like, oh, you use they, them. What are you, plural? And the non-binary person just says, yes, and their skin falls off, and it's just a bunch of raccoons in a skin suit. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Well, it would be to me, I see it as funny, too, but I feel like one of the raccoons at the tops is like, oh, shit, they're under us, guys. And then they all split. <laughs> no, I, I'm they, them. It's like, what are you, plural? Oh, shit, they know. Scatter. Then, it, uh, it's, oh, so basically, you're saying non-binary people are raccoons trying to infiltrate our garbage? I mean, everyone wants to be a raccoon and infiltrate garbage. Oh, I no, I no. I went the, raccoon, the raccoon without the garbage part. No, the things I, I spit in my garbage way too much. I spit in the garbage. I, I don't know if it's a wrestler thing, but sometimes you can save a hack of loogie. You can save, you know, you don't have to have the toilet paper, or the, the tissue paper because you just, you know, you generally discreetly. All right. I still do it in front of you and mom. I know that I should probably but whatever. The trash is right there. Two. And well, uh, I, I don't, I if I'm a raccoon, case, I'm going through that. That's gross. I guess in that case, you're not a real man because real men, when they got like some some flaming uh, mm -hmm. building up, they get they swish around their mouth, get a good taste and swallow it. I don't think that's what real men do. OK, but maybe uh, different opinions. I mean, there is real men back in my days, real men now. And honestly, I was first just going to argue with the insanity of deciding that something is real or fake. Dude, I'm 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 real. I am not a mannequin. I am a man. There's no way I can be a fake man.
I am a man. I am not a mannequin. I am a man. Yes, I'm made out of flesh and bone. You can say real. That's really just a judgment. It's just a judgment that you're throwing out there. It's the first refuge of the scoundrel. That judgment. It's like us. We do this and we're cool because we do it. Like my friend who tells me he's a lion. That's why I did ask him if he was It's like, what does that mean? You go to fucking conventions and you guys rub one out inside of a bunch of hot, sweaty suits. Like, I don't understand. Right here. No, man, you're a sheep. I'm a lion. Lion, eat sheep. It's like, this is the last time you ate sheep. All right, man, you got it here. Let me bend over. You eat. Get Go straight in from the ass. Eat me out. Come on. <laughs> Toss my salad before you get. Oh, I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> But yeah, he's, he's, he tells me he's a, a lion. And, uh, and so that's, that's really a sheep ass thing to say because someone told you to even consider yourself a lion. First off, lions ain't the king of the jungle. Okay. That's the tiger, right? Lions out there on the Serengeti, like lots of misunderstandings about lions, lions. My son tells me the most homosexual of all animals in the animal uh, kingdom. No, 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 the most homosexual of all animals are birds. Any kind of bird, uh, they don't really give a shit. They're all. I believe that basically every bird is at least partially gay. Huh? Yeah, but they most of them will just. It doesn't matter to them whether or not who they're fucking is a dude or chick. Uh-huh. They will fuck. They will fuck them. Doesn't matter. But- but birds don't even have like penises. Oh right? no. Plenty of birds have penises. No, they like they like nut on the egg or something, right? How do they no, how does that not. work? How how well, does do I, I don't how, I don't want to know and at the same time how it it does depend on the bird species. Uh, okay, because I understood some birds species. have them in their wings, right? Uh yeah, some of the smaller bird species mm-hmm. uh, will just rub their cloacas together to fertilize uh, the female. Uh-huh. But yeah. the uh, larger species, they have dicks, usually shaped like a corkscrew. Uh, uh-huh. And those ones, they will fucking do. Or a chick, doesn't matter. Yeah. They're just like, it's out. I'm getting a use of seat. Yeah. Before we Actually, even started this podcast, we were talking about the knowledge of good and evil and Adam and Eve eating the fruits they don't know whether it's bad or good so if it feels good they're just like that's it that's what i'm doing yeah because they were psychopathic the birds no adam Eve. Eve. that's conversation for another day have we exhausted this one have we successfully exhausted colin kaepernick thin blue line flag and cancel culture uh well, there was one more joke I was going to bring up, but I never got the chance, which was mm-hmm. regarding the guy who uh, wrote the Star Spangled Banner. You mentioned that he was a lawyer, which yes. it, it makes sense to me, because if you're a racist, you already don't have a soul. And if you don't have a soul, there's only so many <laughs> career choices that you have. One, you can be a can. shark or you can be yeah. a lawyer. And if you don't like swimming all the time, might as well be a lawyer soulless or you could be a ginger what if francis scott key was a ginger oh what am i saying we would have thrown the song out a long time ago yeah if he was a ginger we would have fucking burnt him at the stake what about taking out the racist stanza of the out of does that that makes that kind of waters it down makes it okay 
right? Uh, a little better, but I believe <laughs> that if you find that a song has some racist undertones, and if you want to keep it around, if it's like a part of your nation, it's just best for like a full rewrite. Just I think I think you might be right there, to be honest, because I mean. What the other things we've tried in history is like, oh, slavery was bad. Let's just take that out. <laughs> la -dee -da, la -dee -da. Actually, didn't you tell me uh, the daughters of uh, the re not the revolution? What was the it? Daughters of the Confederacy. They actually worked to change school books in the South. I, right? I made a post about that on Facebook. Uh, the way it worked, they were uh, a small group of women who were surprisingly politically powerful. Um, they would just go around there. Well, that means somebody was essing some D's yeah, during were, that uh, time. Uh, political persuasion. You, you <laughs> know all those Confederate statues that we've been trying to take down? That was yes. They were they were the ones getting those put up, and they also got right. uh, Southern schools to start using modified history textbooks that made slavery one of the uh, like uh, just like a passing thing that you don't really talk about in there instead uh they made the secession seem like it was about states rights um and they also glorified high-ranking confederates and made well it was about states rights the states no, right to, to 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 disregard somebody's uh civil rights yeah it, it was technically about states rights but they were yeah, trying to make it seem rights. like it was states rights just to like ignore certain laws um, I'm sure there but, was other laws they were going to get rid of, too. But I think the number one one was the whole we want to own these people based on the color of their skin. I'm uh, I'm fairly certain. I think it was Georgia, but they said that their uh, place in the union. What or yeah, their place in the union was uh, based uh, mainly on the concept of slavery or something like that. And they just sort of left that out of the textbook almost entirely. Uh, for years <laughs> right well years that's that's is that is there an amount of that there's a lot of push against uh theory being that some people want to teach in schools called critical race theory and i wonder if that isn't a similar push to continue keeping some things out of the you know history out of the out of the books because yeah, it, it occurs to me that the best place to learn theories is in school but when we call them theories maybe that they shouldn't be so scared that we would have a theory <laughs> like it's a theory. It's not a critical race fact. Right. Yeah. So couldn't it be taught in some way? I don't know what it is so much. I know that it, it, it basically bases uh, lessons around the understanding that slavery was the um, economic system. And from slavery, uh, we built cities. It was failing. It seems like it was working. I mean, slavery oh, no, works really good it for the people on the top because the cotton uh, at the time of secession wasn't mm -hmm. making enough money uh, during international trade to uh, maintain their slaves. So it costed more money to have a slave than the money you get from having a slave work. But only because uh, the North was putting it on them or what? That was some uh, kind of almost no, sanction or mo most i believe uh most cotton uh plantations uh were not doing well because other countries didn't really want to buy uh 
cotton. Other countries. We yeah. weren't exporting cotton, were we, to other countries? Yeah, actually, that was why Britain was about to intervene uh, before slavery made it about emancipation, or not slavery, uh, Lincoln. Uh, oh, because they were getting, because they weren't getting cotton anymore for cheap enough? Yeah, uh, most of, we exported cotton to a lot of Europe, but they weren't paying a large em- enough money to maintain uh, slavery for a, a <laughs> long amount of time. It, it was probably going to die out in like another decade. Uh, on its own, but I, you know, not saying that Lincoln didn't do the right thing because the faster you get rid of something like that, the better. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe the faster you admit that it wrongs, but like instead of going around and putting statues up in places where black people congregate, maybe maybe you should put apologies up, and yeah. and you move over quicker as opposed to. That's why I kind of feel like a critical race theory could like I don't know much about it. I'm not studying it myself again, but it seems like it could be helpful somewhat. Like uh, if it is an apology of sorts or that comes from an understanding, like a, a proper apology goes like this. I did something wrong. I understand or could understand or can see now how it would make you feel this bad way. I don't want to make you feel this bad way because that makes me bad. So I don't want to do that. That's where the apology, the apology has to come from your recognition that that's not who you want to be or people won't have any real right to believe you. Just simple sorry doesn't work. You know, you can't and certainly not on 400 years of slavery or something. Right. You can't just be yeah, like, hey, uh, about that. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm All right. Sorry. We're good. I, I don't want to be that bad type might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> OK, well, that's yes. So the. The story seems to me to be um, a a bullshit ass story. Anybody that says, I said I was sorry. It's like, did you really say you're sorry? Like, did you apologize or did you just say, I'm sorry? Like, which means nothing. I've always hated when you watch people, the little kids are playing around. They hurt somebody and the parents don't really want to pay attention. It's like, did you say you're sorry? Say you're sorry. And then the sorry is, I'm sorry. And you're like, that didn't do nothing. That's it just made it so you could go back to day drinking. <laughs> that just made it so you could go back to day drinking, you terrible mother. Listen here, explain to the kid, you can't do that shit because it sucks when it happens to you. And then have them show with an understanding of that. Like, so the kid's punching somebody in the face. Got to punch that kid in the face. You see why? Eye for an eye. If somebody stabs somebody, <laughs> you should be allowed to stab them. Yeah, I suppose. At, but that's but where... only in that same spot. So, like, if somebody stabs somebody else in a non-lethal location, you you have to stab them in that exact same. What spot. if they accidentally stab you? Oh, if they accidentally stab you, then, then you, you have to accidentally knife, stab them in the exact same spot. Yeah. No, it, you got to accidentally do it. You're like, I'm trying to slip and fall. It just keeps on falling into your eyeball. I was just going after the fingertip. But. <laughs> no, no. You like you take their, their knife and then and you keep doing whatever you're doing, but you take their place and do exactly what they were doing. And hopefully you stab them in roughly the same location. And if you don't, do you reset up to do it again? Yeah. And then you restart. <laughs> Whoopsie. Daisy. I don't know. I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this, David. Uh, I'll take your word it on is it. It's foolproof. Right, right. It's the only way to get justice. What about mercy? 
Uh, fuck mercy. Mercy is for the weak. <laughs> mercy is what we all need, or we will get what we deserve. And nobody deserves what they deserve. Okay, nobody wants what they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. You just quickly agree with that back and forth on all these other well, yeah. things. Yeah. You're just like, okay, care. yeah, nobody wants what they deserve. I don't fucking want what I deserve. I want what I want. <laughs> right. Right. I love it when I hear somebody say, I want what I deserve. I deserve. And you're like, you know what you deserve? According Nothing. to the Bible, you deserve hell. <laughs> you know what you deserve? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You don't deserve your house, your kids, your family. You don't deserve to live. What is, isn't there some kind of Willy Wonka that's like that? <laughs> you get nothing. Yeah. All right. Uh, you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> I love that. I used to hate that part when I was a kid. Now I love it. <laughs> and like this, this is the whole movie is building to this one awesome scene. Well, and the boat ride. I love the boat ride. Uh, Have you heard the Marilyn Manson version of the boat ride song? I did not. Know. Surely the Grizzly really... Reaper must be reaping. The only Marilyn Manson song I have mm -hmm. ever listened to is their cover of Sweet Dreams. <laughs> that is the only Marilyn Manson song I have ever heard. And what'd you think? It was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. It's one of the, I didn't buy that album because it cost too much when it came out. But I did buy several of his EPs. <laughs> And uh, that's where I found some of some really some awesome music, actually, uh, some B-roll shit, if you will. Uh, it was pretty oh, good. Oh, oh, yeah. You were uh, weren't you talking to this kid once and you were letting him go through your like your record collection <laughs> and he's like, oh, you have all the best ones. And he's like, oh, well, yeah. how do you know that they're also there? They all have the parental advisory thing. And it's like that really, that really sets it in. The parental advisory sticker did the exact opposite of what it was trying to do. I, in that case, it definitely did. It set a status and appeal on something that it didn't want. Someone would argue that fake fur does a similar thing by still propagating the status that is associated with fur, making people still want fur and thereby keeping the problem going. Other people also point out that fake fur is uh, terrible for the environment. <laughs> uh, I, so of, kill um, the chinchillas. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, that me that PETA, I believe that they, uh, it was maybe a joke post, but they were mm -hmm. saying that they were going to be coming out with a new human leather themed clothing line to make people disgusted by leather and fake fur. But like, you know, serial killers already make that shit <laughs> on their own. You really think that this is going to make them think, oh, no, nah, I shouldn't no, wear, I should no, wear animal leather. Now we just got more serial be, killers. Yeah, uh, uh, that might actually make them walk around in public with their new skin suits. Right. Skin like, hey, onesies. wait, that skin suit smells. Is that real? Human leather skin suits are going to be the new Gucci if PETA does this. Possibly. Um, have we stayed too long? Talk too much? I feel like we're completely off topic. So, so yeah, we've 
we've accomplished the point of the podcast. Which was so nothing. Are, we went straight to the point and got completely off topic. Boom! I said the thing. All right. Well, why don't you do the call, the, the sign off then, too, saying the thing? Uh, well, this has been straight to the point with Kyle Barr and David Dunbar. However, I do need to mention something. Mm-hmm. Now, I may or may not be about to make my own podcast time. I'm not sure about it, but. Is this some I, kind of. Do they call this a thirst trap? If no, (laughs) what would you do on your podcast? It would just be have me on it. Just go on my podcast. Uh, If I do decide to make my own podcast, (laughs) can I be a guest? I will sometimes I will come back on here and (laughs) I'll tell you all the name and all that. And but if I decide not to do it, then I decide not to do it. you You don't know the name of your possible podcast? Uh, no, I haven't. Come I, I, can I give you a suggestion? What? This is one I wish my name, my podcast was. I'll accept it's probably too. I don't know. Mom don't like it, <laughs> but it's fucking great. It's called I got a podcast and you can say it like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just got a. I just got a. I got a podcast. Or you could say it like, hey, know what, man? I got a podcast. Yeah, that makes me better than you. I have my own podcast, so I'm now superior. Yeah, and it's right in the title. What's the name of your podcast? I got a podcast. Just look it up. I got a podcast. And how many other people could have I got a podcast? Like, I don't think anybody else have that as a title. I think you could have it, dude. We should actually I'm going to go and I'm going to sign it up right now. If you don't before mom posts this so I can have a secondary. I don't want to ever lose the possibility of having the podcast called. I got a podcast. Can I make this uh, straight to the point, completely off topic? I got a podcast. Yeah, I'm going to change the title. The whole title is changing today. It's going to change. It's just going to be called. I got a podcast subtitle straight to the point, completely off topic. Alternatively, you could call it uh, in parentheses uh, title here. I think that'd be pretty funny. Oh, that's that's actually not bad title here that. At any rate, all right, but we have stayed too long. We have said too much. Get out of here, David. Get out of here. What do you get out of here, man? Eh, fuck you. Eh, fuck you. I'm walking <laughs> here. I- I'm walking. I'm leaving the meeting now.